welcome to Why a Book. What do we, how do we introduce this show? We're a podcast. <laughs> We're a podcast where we read YA novels. That's really it. I'm Mary. <laughs> I'm Renee. And um, we are both very tired. It's been a while since we've recorded one of these, at least how, like for when we normally do it. It's been a week. Yeah. Longer than usual. Yeah. Yeah. So two weeks. It's been almost two weeks. Yeah. Um, And anyway, (laughs) today we're covering I'd Tell You I Love You, But Then I'd Have to Kill You by Allie Carter, also known as book one of the Gallagher Girls series. I'm actually, I'm kind of excited to listen to this because this is one of those books I kept feeling like I had read, but I definitely did not. Yeah. So here is the synopsis. Mm Mm-hmm. Cammie Morgan is a student at the Gallagher Academy for Exceptional Young Women, a fairly typical all-girls school. That is, if every school taught advanced martial arts and PE and the latest in chemical warfare and science, and students received extra credit for breaking CIA codes in computer class. The Gallagher Academy might claim to be a school for geniuses, but it's really a school for spies. Even though Cammy is fluent in 14 languages and capable of killing a man in Severn... <laughs> Severn. Severn. <laughs> it's already started. <laughs> Sorry. Even though Cammy is fluent in 14 languages and capable of killing a man in seven different ways, she has no idea what to do when she meets an ordinary boy who thinks she's an ordinary girl. Sure, she can tap his phone, hack his computer, or track him through town with the skill of a real pavement artist. But can she maneuver a relationship with someone who can never know the truth about her? Cammy Morgan may be an elite spy in training, but in her sophomore year, she's on her most dangerous mission, falling in love. <laughs> Is pavement worker like a real Pavement term? artist. Pavement we'll get artist. into this. But pavement artist is like... Someone who can just, bl- it's like a spy that blends in on the street. That's why oh. it's a pavement artist. Like, oh. you're just totally blending in okay. on the pavement. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's a legitimate expression. Just, I, I've never heard that before. You know, I might have lied about that. Everything coming up when I Google pavement artist is like someone that draws on the pavement. <laughs> we got a wicked wiktionary. Wiktionary. <laughs> Espionage, a specialist in outdoor surveillance as a pedestrian. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, there was a whole list on BBC America for terms you should know before watching Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Mm, that, that I haven't seen that. Me either, but it's a good thing because I didn't know. I didn't read this list first. I Word so. document 190% zoomed in. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, also, I want to say Allie Carter, before I even get, let's, let's not talk about this book, shall we? <laughs> Allie Carter, on top of having the Gallagher girls. (laughs) Do you want to try that again? (laughs) No. So on top of having the Gallagher girls. We're like, what, two minutes in? On top of having the Gallagher girls series, she has this, I want to say there's more than one book, but at least one book called Heist Society, which I did also read and will be covering on this podcast. That is also, it's not like spy, it's like art thief, like it's like thieves instead of spies. (laughs) As we know, my dream is to be an international art thief. Anyway, that's who Allie Carter is. Do you think there's any relation <laughs> to Aaron Carter? Yeah, any relation to Aaron Carter? No. <laughs> I don't know. There could be. Maybe. Um, so we start in the book. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, the book. You did read this book. I did. I was reading this book like 10 minutes ago. Literally. So we start Cammy Morgan, as we discussed. Cammy the chameleon, because she can blend in so easily and no one ever notices her. She's the headmaster's daughter, so her mom runs Gallagher Academy. So that was absolutely a purposeful naming. Cammy the chameleon? Well, like naming her Cammy because it sounds like camouflage. Yeah, but Cammy. But, yes. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm. I'm all. That's your head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so the book is framed that she's like writing an operation field report about what happened last semester, but it's not. It's like occasionally in the format. Like they have like little bits like that look like it's from a field report, mm-hmm. but it's really just a normal book for ninety seven percent of it. Oh. Anyway, so I have in quotes. Worst part of being a spy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Writing field reports is the worst part of That's being a spy. Part. Not the dying, the, the, the getting caught. Not like, like the hard the moral decisions. Hard moral decisions, risk of like death. It's writing field reports. Yeah, I feel that. I do too. I would just like to say I'm staring at a very grumpy cat right now. Yeah, Cheetan has decided, well... I chose for him to join us. (laughs) Um, So, as I just mentioned earlier in the synopsis, this is a school for training spies, but most people think it's just like a rich boarding school for mostly like troubled kids, like where the rich people say, go away, daughter, you're too much for us to handle. Mm. That's what people think this school is. Mm. And you don't have to become a spy by attending this school, but they basically are grooming you to become one because your classes are all like spy related. (laughs) And not practical life things. I mean, practical life things do get covered, but she's just like, it's like going to UA and not becoming a hero. It feels like a security risk. I don't know. Like, yeah, you don't have to become a spy, but we're going to teach you all of these, like, maneuvers to do illegal shit. So basically everyone does become a spy, but they're like, technically you don't have to. Yeah, but I feel like you have to. And it's all, um, you find out that it's, like, all families that for generations have been, they're all spy families. Like, uh, apparently there's a lot of families in America that are spies, and that's their lineage. There's a sword that's electrified so don't touch that sword or you're gonna get you're gonna get a little zapped and that's the sword that Jillian Gallagher used to kill the guy who tried to kill Lincoln the first time which is the time that history doesn't mention because Jillian Gallagher this badass spy took care of that without anyone knowing what was going on is it Jillian with a G or a J yes okay Jillian Gallagher (laughs) Cammy is a descendant of uh, Jillian. Oh. Mm-hmm. I believe. I'll, I'll accept it. I'm not going to look it up. That sounds right. Yeah. Why not? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> in this in this podcast, she is. Yeah. Anyway, so it's start of the semester, so all the other students are coming back. Cammy's the only student there because her mom is the headmaster, so like she lives there almost full time, except when she's visiting her dad's parents in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of like bummed out. She's like, all my classmates, they like went out of the country. They were like training with their parents on spy missions and or like doing cool, like just fun vacations abroad. And I spent a few weeks in Nebraska and then came back to our school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she's just like, oh, I don't have any fun summer stories to tell. Wait, so what year is this? She's a sophomore. So okay. this might be a quinceanera conspiracy. Oh. I don't know if they ever admit what age she is. <laughs> <laughs> if it was the first semester, it's pretty likely. 
the book, yeah, because the book ends with her going off on winter break. Spoilers. So, so she's it's it's likely not a hundred percent, but it's hard to tell. Yeah, she has a fake birthday. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, she's a spy. So, <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, her friend Liz shows up, who's like your typical nerdy, clumsy computer like hacker geek type person mm-hmm. like she's just Cammy's just like this girl will never be in the field but if when I'm in the field I want her behind the desk on yeah, the phone with the me yeah she's the or whatever right? yes <laughs> and then their friend Bex is missing which is concerning <sighs> because Bex is never late Gallagher girls are never late and when she's not there and then they just give you a description to really hone in on the spy school like they're all like the notes about things happening are on like dissolving paper there are hidden tunnels and when you get to the dining hall, there's like this giant sign that tells you what language and what accent you need to use in the dining hall to help train them for their spy missions in the future. Mm. Um, but they always get to do like normal American English uh, for the first night back to the school year. And so they don't know where Bex is, but Cammy and Liz are at the opening banquet and they find out that there's a new covert operations teacher. And this is their first semester where they get to take covert operations but they're all really confused they're like what do you mean like are we're getting a new teacher all of a sudden everyone's like cammy why don't you know your mom runs the place and she's like yeah i don't know shit haven't you guys realized that i'm i'm also a student here (laughs) i've been here a whole year and you haven't figured out that i don't have any extra secrets everyone's always just like you must know everything she's like not really see my My mom mom is is a a spy spy. And also, like, even if she did know the secrets, like, she's also in a spy in training. She's mm-hmm. not supposed to just give up information. Yep. Anyway, if the the um new covert operations teacher is, of course, a young, attractive male. Oh, my God. And Bex shows up, like, right at the same time as this new teacher. And they're like, where are you? And she's like, I oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Bex is also British. She is, like, the only uh, non-American at the school. Her parents are with MI6. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, so she's that's what you just need to know. <laughs> she's the only non-American. Well, Bex, that makes more sense to me somehow. Yeah, it's she's Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, classes start. This is this book has such a slow start. <laughs> uh, I, I, classes start the next day, and everyone spends extra time looking all cute for Joe Solomon, the new Covops teacher, which is just such a weird name, Joe Solomon. I feel like it's an undercover That's, name. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like an alias. <laughs> sounds like an alias. And rumor is that he killed the Turkish ambassador with a thong, but Cammy's unclear if it's a sandal or underwear. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's, like, so much to unpack in that statement. (laughs) Yes, there is. (laughs) Like, he killed the ambassador. For what reason? For reasons unknown. (laughs) With a thong. With a thong. Definition unknown. Yeah, it could be underwear, it could be a shoe. (laughs) But, like, why did he have either, and why was that the murder Whose thong was it? Yeah. I'm like... And, like, how? Are if you, it was a if shoe, it's a shoe, are you <laughs> chocolate vibes? Like, beat him up with it? Or, like, because then if it's a. Uh. If it's like the underwear, me, I guess if it's strong enough, you can suffocate or you can gag someone. I'm, but I guess it's impressive because no matter what, it's not a normal weapon and he managed it. 
but that's just a rumor spreading around. Um, he's late to his own class, but he strolls in looking fine and then just starts quizzing people on really random things in different languages. Like he asks one question in Swahili, one in Japanese, and it's just like pop quiz, boom, boom, boom. And the girls all know it. And she, like all of this random trivia stuff, they're, mm-hmm. they know. And he just goes, you girls are very smart, but you're also kind of stupid. <laughs> I just gained so much respect for this man. <laughs> just strolling into a class. Later, he will, he he gives me some uh, Kakashi vibes later. Oh, can't wait for that. Yeah, and I feel like Kakashi. Well, he's already strolling in late. He's so. strolling in late. Insulting them. Yeah, you have to, you can't truly have Kakashi vibes until you insult your students, and you're you're lost in the path of life. life. That's my favorite of his excuses. I mean. If you think about it, that's the most accurate one. Oh. Anyway, if they do well in Cove Ops this semester or whole school year, I'm... They, sometime this, If you do well in um, Cove, yeah, this semester uh, in the class, then you will con- you can continue on the Cove Ops like fieldwork track. Otherwise, you go into operations and research for people like Liz who don't want to be doing fieldwork, mm. but everyone has to do kind of this introductory co-ops class just mm. so you know what the basics are yes yeah, so notice getting... there's no um other track <laughs> no you're getting sorted into heroes and sidekicks yes <laughs> <laughs> just to bring this back to sky high <laughs> i don't know why but i have some like residual problems with that movie oh i would be so happy to discuss <laughs> i have i only saw it once i've seen it so many times <laughs> well we'll discuss it another time um Patreon exclusive Sky High. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, then there's one. There's like this trigger happy girl in their class. He's all excited to talk about like being in the field, fighting people. And then uh, Solomon jumps into this terrifying lecture about the danger of being in the field and the, what could happen if things go wrong and people are depending on you. And Cammy starts freaking out because the like hypothetical he's giving sounds a lot like her dad who sometime in the like near past died on a mission and like Solomon's also kind of like keeps looking at her when he's giving this like example so Cammy thinks he's like using her dad as an example for like what not to do as a spy so Cammy hates him he's like throwing shade about her did he kill her dad oh my god (laughs) I wish (laughs) that would make this book so much more exciting (laughs) oh man I wish this man killed her dad <laughs> anyway, so Cammy's Cammy hates him, and that then they leave class. Like really, this book is not a good narrative. <laughs> so they're leaving class, and there's a code red. Like lights are there's like lights going off, and like an alarm, and all the walls with like the weapons and the history of the spy school. Their classic like <laughs> TV moment, full, just like spinning around to like a disguise of a normal school. Mm-hmm. Like instead of like crazy assassinations that were thwarted. It's like swim team meets. I don't know where they're getting these pictures. I get their spies. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And so Cammie's mom is like, Cammie and Bex, I need you to give a tour of the school. Then Cammie and Bex were like, um, usually the upperclassmen do that, but the juniors are like doing some weird shit, like getting fitted with like weird contact lenses for like night vision or some weird shit. (laughs) All of them on the first day? 
Yeah, that's it's like a night vision. I don't. It is like so they 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 their like eyes are like all weirdly dilated and stuff, so they can't. And then the seniors are also doing so, like they're away or something, like they can't. So Cammy and Bex have to give the fake tour to this prospective student. And Cammy says that sometimes people show up to tour the school, and these are people who you're either very influential, very desperate, so like, and just like very persistent, um, because they want their daughter to be attending the school. And like, the school has like a fake website and like a fake application. And when people submit their fake applications, they're told, "Sorry, we don't have room to accept students at this time." Mm-hmm. Um, and then they people they they just keep getting turned away at various steps but occasionally someone's so persistent that they show up unannounced for a tour well it seems like they should have like better gatekeeping oh that's the um they do have uh, amazing gates like they have like the big walls and like the there's like like, roads that's how they know someone's driving is like like a mile back there are sensors on the road yeah but like why are they gonna let them in because it it's a senator so (laughs) just because it's a senator doesn't mean they get to do whatever they want Mary, Mary. If I was running the school, I'd be like, fuck you, get out. Okay, this is America. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I would do that. It's my right. Okay. Turn the senator away. So, yes, Senator McHenry is there because his daughter, Macy, uh, who is just angsty teen punk girl, is a prospective student. You can tell it's because she's very troubled mm-hmm. <laughs> and her parents don't want to deal with her. Mm, classic. And so Cammy and Bex give her the tour and this girl has horrible attitude and they're like, oh, you want to go grab lunch in the dining hall? She says, I only eat 800 calories a day. Food is so yesterday. Oh, so she has an eating disorder. That's not touched upon except for like this <laughs> initial moment. That's an extremely alarming statement for especially a teenage girl to say. Yes. And then she calls Bex the B word. That's right. The B word. That's how they put it in the book. Not the B word. The B word. And Cammy's just like, oh my God, Bex is like terrified. Like, I, she's the kind of girl that like she could use, she would kill you, no hesitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Macy's just doesn't care. And then Cammy, Bex, and Liz find out that Macy will be attending the school. What? And is going to be their suite mate. What? And so <laughs> Cammy shows up to her mom and she's like, this girl's not from a spy family. This girl didn't doesn't know that this school is. For Nothing sp- about this makes sense. And uh, I guess they have you take tests, even in this situation where they're t- traditionally turning people away. Mm-hmm. And even though she has a horrible GPA, the Gallagher uh, the Gallagher Academy test, she got like high scores on. Wait, question. Yeah. Why are they accepting a student on the first day of school? Why was why were her parents looking for a school in the first? Well, she did have a track record of like being at a place for like a week max and getting kicked out. So I have a feeling um they ran out of options. Okay, that's fine. But like, why first day? I don't know. Nothing in this book makes sense. There's a whole like sequence to admissions. Yes. If this was public school, fine. But it's a private school. I don't know. It's actually, I feel, I think it's one of those things where it's like her mom had been thinking of letting this girl into the school for a while. Mm. And because now they have Cammy's the like, there were a lot of hushed conversations like behind closed doors over the summer. Mm-hmm. So Cammy, at first Cammy was like, oh, it must be because of the co-ops teacher, but it could also have been about kind of the letting in an outsider to the school. Uh. And Cammy's mom explains that by starting to admit 
people not from spy families. It'll help expand Gallagher Academy and they can't just be so narrow-minded and only let this like few families uh, <laughs> come to the school. And then she's like, but also look at this family tree of Jillian Gallagher. Look at the- Gallagher married someone named McHenry. Same family. So they they could be cousins. Yeah, that's why I don't remember. Like, I mean, like this is like eighteen hundreds. Yeah, but still, they're still technically cousins, technically I guess. Cousins, but no one has told Macy or her family the truth about the school. Well, see, that's the issue. Is like, how do you even approach that conversation, especially oh. if it's a senator? Well, the senator and the wife—they're never going to find out. I highly, I have so. But just wait, because you wanna know how Macy finds out. Macy shows up mm-hmm. the next day, I guess, or a few days later. I don't know. Um, and she's in the office with a bunch of the teachers, mm-hmm. Cammy, and I don't know who else. And she's just getting, like, a, a basic introduction to the school. And all of a sudden, Solomon throws a knife at the elderly teacher. And the elderly teacher just, like, grabs a book casually and, like, blocks the knife. And Macy's just like, I'm sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Cammy's mom uses this dramatic inter- like moment to just dive into the truth of the school. Everything about this is wrong. And Macy thinks that they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and she tries to storm off, but then Cammy's mom is like, "Hey, if you do accept our offer to come to the school, you can never tell your parents the truth of it." And Macy's like, "Oh ho ho." withholding information from my parents, living a life without them knowing, sign me the fuck up. Why would they ever trust a teenager to keep this large of a secret? Because she hates her parents. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. Absolutely no, zero sense. For a sense. spy school, their security is not making any sense to me. Oh, it's all like all high tech, you can't see it. Like The, secu- the system, fine, mm-hmm. but the people running it make no sense. Yeah, and this does not make sense. So school life continues, and Macy is a bitch, and people just are spreading rumors about her, about, like, all the crazy things she got up to that got her kicked out of all her other schools. But Macy is, like, straight up just, like, insulting everyone. <laughs> and then they go to co-ops class, and it's canceled, and they're just given a message to dress, like, you know, dress in normal clothes and meet outside that night. And in the dining hall that like that day at lunch, Macy insults Liz. So Bex jumps on her and threatens to rip her nose ring out. Here's my other question. So she's just jumping right into sophomore year. This feels oh. like a situation where she needs to start from nothing. Yeah. So some of her cl- like classes that where she was like academically behind and a lot of the spy stuff, she is taking in like middle school because it's like a they have middle school mm. there. So yeah, that's a whole thing where like a lot of her classes, she's actually she's not a sophomore. They kind of gauge. So that's she- another thing, is like, why is she in this school? I don't know. <sighs> it doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> it does not make sense. It doesn't. Like, I'd be fine if they gave like a justification for it, but there's none other than like, haha, she's a rebellious teen. And she's does well on the, the secret spy test they give. Yeah, it's like, okay, there should be more, I feel like. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Uh-huh, there should. <laughs> so anyway, that night, everyone's, like, so excited because they never get to go to town, like, when they're at school and they don't know what to wear. And Macy's your normal teenager, so she starts giving everyone advice for what to wear and what not to wear. So suddenly everyone is, likes Macy, despite the fact that she's been insulting everyone for the, since she arrived. And Cammie's really bitter because she's, like, everyone's flocking to Macy for advice. I'm Cammie the chameleon. Like, I'm the one that already at age 15 is an amazing pavement artist so she's upset that like suddenly this bitch is getting well, like attention. yeah why would they trust the the advice of a girl who's been insulting them i don't know <laughs> like if some girl was being a bitch to me and then she's like no actually here's some advice that's like a plot point in every teen movie that's my when the mean girl bully. yeah well it's like when the mean girl is like yeah i'll give you a yeah a makeover and it's actually a prank yeah it's weird, but suddenly everyone's cool with Macy except for Cammy, um, and probably listen and listen Bex. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they go outside, and this stolen truck comes driving up. Uh, who's behind the wheel? Their awkward math teacher, Mister. I just have it down as Mister M. I he has like some long name. I always read it as like Keith Manowitz or whatever the guy from Dateline is. Um, <laughs> it's not him. Anyway, Mr. M, who is not a field agent, like he's a nerdy mathematician. Mm-hmm. This is like his first time getting to do any kind of field like training exercise. Of, uh, he's like learning with the students. Mm-hmm. He's driving because Solomon was like, we need another adult besides me on this field trip. But Solomon's there too. Uh, And they find out that their task is to tail their teacher, Mr. Smith, who is a highly trained spy, been spy for decades. Every summer he comes, after every summer he comes back with like a new like face, new, he has his fingerprints changed like every year because he's like always just so paranoid and so undercover. He gets plastic surgery and apparently there's procedures in this world, this spy world where you can change your your fingerprints. fingerprints. Yep. And they're all freaking out and they're like, how the fuck are we supposed to like tail this guy who knows who's known us since we were in like elementary school, who's one of like the best spies we know. And uh, they make a point that Solomon makes a point that the hardest people to tail are people, you know, people who are trained and people who suspect they're being followed. And Mr. Smith is all three of those. Mm -hmm. And so that's why he's like just throwing you into this crazy one, crazy task right off the bat this semester and they're also like wait why would Mr. Smith be in town like this is like a random small town in Virginia he doesn't leave the school grounds and then Solomon's like actually he's here for the fair he loves funnel cake and your task is to tail him and find out what he drinks with the funnel cake funnel cake is good though. funnel cake is good but yeah so they had to figure out what beverage he's having with his funnel cake and not get caught wait do you do they call it funnel cake or fried dough and fried dough. Fried dough. Okay, same. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so they have they work in three person squads. So that there's one person who has an eye on the target the whole time. Mm-hmm. Then there's someone else who's following the eye, uh, and then there's like the the backup who's like I guess following the second person or like at least nearby. Mm-hmm. So you can switch out if needed. So like, you don't realize mm-hmm. that one person's following them. So Liz, Bex, and Cammie are working together. 
And Cammy's, of course, the one tailing him. And she's doing great, but then she bumps into these, like, old women and loses him. And then her earpiece gets wet because she's standing near the dunk tank and it splashes her. Amateur hour. So she loses communication with Liz and Bex. And she manages to catch up to them, but she sees them sitting on a bench getting scolded by Mr. Smith, who caught Liz and Bex. And he's like... Why are you? He's like interrogating them and like thinks that they snuck out of the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as that's happening, Cammy sees him throw a Dr. Pepper can into the trash. So she's like, we can still complete this mission. Because at first she's like, do I go like save them? And like, what do I do? But she realizes they can still complete the mission. So Liz and Bex go off Mr. Smith and she starts digging through the trash for the can. And then she's about to leave when she notices this boy watching her and she's freaked out because no one notices her. Like she is the best pavement, like she blends in. She's the Mm -hmm. best pavement artist. So she's never been perceived before. (laughs) And so she drops the can, he picks it up for her and is like joking like, oh, this must be a really important like special can, huh? And she has never, I'm clearly talked to a boy before in her life and she, he's cute and she just panics and starts rambling. She gives this story, she's like, you see, I have my cat Susie and Susie loves playing with bottles but you see like Susie's favorite bottle broke and then she hurt her paw and this and that so I thought this bottle would be good and like just going on and on and on about this fake cat and just rambling um and the guy's just like all right cool uh are you new in town (laughs) he's not like this girl's crazy rummaging uh, through the garbage and then rambling about her cat. Yeah, he's just like, she must really he's like, like ha she's cute though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then he's like, oh, like, because it's, he's like, I, I know everyone in town, like, never seen you before. <laughs> you new in town, wink, wink. Uh, and and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, like, pretty new. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll see you at school then. Because, uh, like, there's, a, it's so small, there's like only one school anyone would mm-hmm. be going to. And she's like, oh, no, I'm homeschooled. And he's like, oh, like, for religious reasons? She's like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, we find out his name is Josh because uh, he introduces himself and he keeps flirting with her and like offers to walk her home or like to the bus wherever she's going since it's getting, it's getting dark. I don't, I wrote, it's getting hot. <laughs> I don't know why. It's getting dark. The sun is going down and it's getting hotter. <laughs> anyway, it's getting hard. When he, it's, <laughs> it's getting hard. It's getting dark and he wants to, you know, be a gentleman. But I'm also like, dude, it's getting dark. You think she wants like a random guy? I know this is a small town where everybody knows each other, but that's weird. Anyway, so she's like, no, 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 I'm fine. Like starts to leave. And he goes, tell Susie she's a lucky cat. And she and Cammy just goes, have sexier words ever been spoken? Absolutely, they have. <laughs> and she is obsessed with the fact that this guy just goes, Tell Susie she's a lucky cat. Like for the next like couple, what about couple of that chapters, phrase is sexy. She just can't stop thinking about it, and she like falls in love because he says this to her. She doesn't even have a cat. If somebody, what <laughs> tell I, Cheeton he's a lucky cat. <laughs> That's not. A Are sexy you in love with phrase? me now? <laughs> like what? I mean, this man clearly has questionable tastes because he's all in on this girl. Digging through the trash. Literally digging through the trash and he's obsessed with I think cat. that's peak small town where, like, he's spent his entire life with, with everyone yeah. else. So this, like, 
he thinks like she's and gonna he's, be like trying her... to slide in early before somebody else. Yes, <laughs> he he thinks she's gonna be like his manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's not like other girls. <laughs> she digs through trash. The other question I have though is like, so the mission here, right, was to find out what the guy was drinking. Yeah. So like so for some she... reason she feels like she needs to bring the bottle back well, as yeah. proof. Well, so that's what I was gonna like. How would they be if he's not in on it? How would they be able to verify? Maybe, I guess Solomon probably knows, like, what he actually likes to drink and stuff. Or, like, I guess they could just ask him when he gets back, but that's, like, a really weird, specific question. I Yeah, I have a feeling Solomon knows the answer. One, because it's his colleague, and two, because he was planning this mission out. Hmm. So he knew, like, the fact that he knew that he was going to be there getting funnel cake, he probably was, like, tailing him the other times. I don't know how often this guy goes to get funnel cake. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how often this fair's happening. This just feels like it would be a scene in a <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. What? Or Gojo's team following Nanami. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to have, like, a moment to himself. I love Nanami. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh, he would do that he, or if it happened in Naruto it would be guys team trailing like he'd be like send him on a mission to try to like tail Kakashi to, tr- well, to try to like find what's under well no it's like the episode oh my god it's the episode where they try to find out his like okay he's gonna go in a funnel cake and then they miss when he's actually eating the funnel yes oh classic top 10 best episodes <laughs> you have to say it in a watch mojo voice. I, ca- I can't do that one, guys. Ashley. A- Ashley. I can't. He has a really indecipherable accent. <laughs> Maybe he's a spy. <laughs> Maybe. That's deep undercover. You're a popular YouTuber. He like actually posts like crazy leaks on the internet under like a pseudonym. Oh my god, we're on to you, Ashley. If we disappear, oh my god, oh my god Ashley's in on it. With Ashley Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Oh my god, that's why his accent's so weird. <laughs> Has Nick Cage ever done it? Well, he wasn't. No, that. Has I don't know if accent? he can do accent work. That's what yeah. it. we don't. But that doesn't mean he can't. Who did we cast Nick Cage as in My Hero Academia? Or was it Yuri on Ice? <laughs> when I was doing my live what action. What are you talking about? Didn't I? It wasn't. It was Yuri on Ice, wasn't it? Was it? No, it must have been. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Although now that I'm thinking about it, I would love to see him as uh, Yakov. It must have been um, My Hero Academia. Who would you... It must have been because I I just pulled up my Yuri on Ice one. It Who was, would you cast him as? I feel like I casted him as someone. I feel like I would have remembered that. Or I wanted to, but I couldn't find a spot for him. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> oh, right. So she gets the bottle of Josh and leaves his leaves his leaves. <laughs> God damn it! Um, I, I'm finding no reference to Nick Cage. Wow. I think I wanted to fit him in somewhere, and I didn't. Anyway. I, wow, we, we talked about him a surprising amount. Is Keanu Reeves not Nick Cage's stage name? That's an out-of-context <laughs> text from November 2017. From who? Um, from you! <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I, didn't, I did not say such a thing. <laughs> Hold the phone. What did I say? Okay, the exact text is, is Keanu Reeves not Nick Cage's stage name? The context. 
I sent guess the actor. I guess we can play this game again. Trademark intense contemplative gaze, deep husky voice known for playing stoic reserved characters. And then our friend Shay goes Liam Neeson, and then you go Nicolas Cage. And the answer was Keanu Reeves. And so that was your response. I have no memory, but this sounds right. <laughs> well, this was like four years ago. Almost. Oh, four years. Uh, I thought you meant like this no, last this is of- from 2017. Oh. oh. How Keanu's doing well. That was our... Wait, no, it was almost... Yeah. That was our earliest time we ever discussed Nick Cage in our group check. So, anyway, I lost gets, where we are. <laughs> she gets the Dr. Pepper. Was that what he was drinking? Yeah, Dr. Pepper, yes. Dr. Pepper. She gets the Dr. Pepper. Honestly, a part of me feels like I Is made up... Is that a Steinsgate up. reference? I was about to say, nowhere in my notes do I have the soda written down, <laughs> and so I don't know if that's what it was or not. Well, let's just pretend Now like it's it Dr. Pepper just like, brought to you other? by Steinsgate. Oh, yeah, that she's the Gallagher descendant. Yeah, she, I, I want to say that's true. Yeah. Because okay. I didn't know what her last name was for, like, 90% of the book, because I thought it was Gallagher, and I was like, no, bloodlines and marriages and stuff. Mm. Uh, anyway, she's actually Sonia Morgan's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's never on the show for reasons. Oh, well, she just made her Instagram public. Wow. Well, she was, like, young. Yeah. So I, I think her... um dad never signed the also mm. sonia never wanted her no she, that's what it was but, yeah she um, was like yeah she she, 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 she talks about it yeah anyway yeah. so she goes back to the school because like she's lost communication so everyone's already back what i also don't understand is this was a class field trip and so yeah. there were there like there must have been other three people teams but mm-hmm. like i guess because cammy's the good at this she was the first one to find him Yep. But, like, you think he'd... It's one thing if you have three students tailing you, but if you have, like, a bunch... Like, if you have, like, the whole sophomore grade, follow... Like, yeah, you, this guy's a highly trained spy. He's one of the best spies. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing I was also confused about. When she's talking to this random dude, right? Like, she mm-hmm. could just be like, oh, I'm here with my friends, and then find literally anybody else in her class. Be like, oh, I'm with yeah, them. Everyone else was... Like, you don't see anyone else from the class at any point. Yeah, where it's do like, they go? I don't know. How they, do they... How did... They must have all. I guess she missed the like time to reconvene at the van or something. How would she have missed that? Because you're just talking know. to this fucking guy. Like yeah. just like no, I'm here on a class trip. Bye. I don't know. It makes it really makes no sense. But anyway, she goes back uh, to the school and she gets down to the cove ops classroom and it's like a very serious mood down there. <laughs> and Solomon just starts dragging her. He's like, because she's like, I got the bottle. And everyone's just like crickets. And he's like. Where's Liz and Bex? Your team was compromised. And he just goes into detail about, like, what, like, he's like, they wouldn't start with Bex. They'd start with Liz. And, like, starts, like, describing how they would be, like, torturing these two spies if they were caught in a real mission. And he has photos. He somehow, in the in, in the time that it took for her to get back to the school, put together a slideshow of the of like tortured spies who like look s- close enough to Liz and Bex, and because their faces and, and bodies were so fucked up, it was hard to tell whether like Kami's like, no, there's no way they actually like brutally murdered my friends, but like she's like about she's looking at pictures of like what would happen to her friends if they actually were caught by the enemy on a mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's just like going on about like how important it is to, you know, look out for your comrades and it's think. the complete opposite of Naruto. Opposite. This is, this well, is Kakashi. Well, that's what I meant. Like the, the pre-Kakashi, like when they're like, oh, the only thing that matters is the mission. 
but then he's like, no, those who have been. I would say this is this is the bell test. Yeah, that's lesson. I meant I meant like the pre Naruto canon, okay. like the pre the show. Yeah, yeah, no. So this is this is when I was just like, oh, it's like Kakashi when he's you know being like you have to look out for your teammates yeah. because my trauma. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Obito's not dead. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, how long have we been recording? 46 minutes. We're at page two of my notes. Bottom of page two. Of how many? Of five. <laughs> I usually have nine pages of notes. Listen, that's 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 not bad. Yep. Anyway, Liz and Bex are fine. Like, he just gives this lecture about, like, why. And he's like, field work is not a joke. Like, it's a lesson for the whole class. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's not fun in games, like going out to like chase an enemy there's there's consequences to mm-hmm. things going wrong uh, and Cammy's worried that Liz and Bex are going to be mad because she didn't like save them from Mr. Smith and they're like oh no whatever dude it was fine like, how was she supposed to save them without compromising the whole mission exactly and they said that Mr. Smith was actually impressed by Cammy because like when they got back to the school they mentioned that Cammy was like also with them and he ha- like had no idea she was there like even he like figured out Lex Liz and Bex were there and he was like he was like oh tell Cammy good job so like did nobody else even get to do the mission at all because I don't know they didn't say if they sent everyone else because like they give everybody their comms device at the same time and he's like good luck so to me it sounded like the full there were all these three person teams scouring like for him and only Cammy was the one that to find him yeah because then he finds the other students and then it's like then what well, he escorted them back, well, so I guess I that's mean. when the mission ended. Yeah, so, like, so anybody who didn't find him before that was just, like... It was one of those things where Solomon was, just like, it set them up to fail yeah. for the lesson. So uh, the next day, they're starting driver's ed, and Cammy's like, yeah, we can, like, learn how to kill a man and, like, create poisons, but we have to wait till the legal age to drive. She's like, but actually, my parents let me drive when I was younger, so... I was going to say, I'm kind of surprised that, like, they don't start this earlier. Yeah, but they they wait to the legal age. And uh, they're doing it in, like, suites as, like, who's in the car at once. So uh, it's Liz, Bex, Cammy, and Macy. Mm -hmm. And Bex is the first one up. She forgets that they're in the U.S. where it's different driving Driving on the right (laughs) she drives on the wrong side of the road and (laughs) everyone's freaking out uh and of course who do they like drive by when they're like stuck in traffic josh and so cammy's like obviously trying to hide and they're like oh my god look it's a cute guy and and she's like ducked down like looking for something in her bag and they're like cammy you need to check it out this really cute guy and she's like no i don't care about him i don't care like even if he has nice wavy like she says like wavy hair and liz just goes none of us said what his hair looked like and so this is when she has to reveal what happened on the mission I guess Macy's actually not there, even though they said they were doing it in suites, I just realized. That's a lot of people in a car for driver's ed. Yes. But yeah, so Macy's not there. At also, least. like, they're really just, they're just starting off, just go on the road. Yes. That's that's how you teach spies, driver's ed. They just, didn't have, like, the classroom no. part first? No. Literally just threw them in the car with this woman <laughs> who I, was, like... A amazing spy that took down Nazis. Not an amazing driver's ed instructor. <laughs> the, 
Okay. Yeah. So Kami comes clean about her run-in with Josh, and Liz is worried because she's just like, how how could he notice you? Like, no one notices you. Like, you're, you manage, you blend in so well. It's just like anyone that she's like this is really worrying like i think he must be a honeypot that they sent to try to infiltrate the school he's just into girls who dig through the trash <laughs> well liz is convinced he's a spy who's trying to seduce cammy to infiltrate I mean, the school honestly that's what i thought at the beginning but now i think this guy just <laughs> has bad taste yeah i mean <laughs> when you're in a small town you take any opportunity to escape and have some something fun yeah yeah, poor or Josh. It, or it just warps you. Yeah. <laughs> so Cammy hadn't told the full story. She just said like that he she ran into him and they talked. And then so she finally gives the full detail about how he was flirting with her. And she says, and he's told me Susie is a lucky cat. And Liz and Bex are like, he said that? Oh my god. Wow. There's something about this expression. <laughs> That's not like a special phrase. There's something about this. I say that to people about their pets all the time. Mary, you have a lot of people expecting you to come a Colin as a suitor. <laughs> so Liz is like, you know what? We we should tell him ourselves and decide whether if he's a honeypot, because he's either a honeypot or he's your soulmate. That's the only if two options. If they think he's a suspected honeypot, they should report it to like the school. Maybe that's what they're. That's what Liz wanted to do. But then the, for the, the, the Susie is a lucky cat. She's like, ooh, there's a chance he's a normal kid and just likes you and your soulmate. So we're gonna find out if no. He- <laughs> yeah. Um. So they run his prints and he's not in any database. So that kind of makes it seem like he's not any like like. A spy, or he's a really good spy. Yeah, maybe he had them change last <laughs> year. Well, they, they run the can because he picked it up for her, and Cammy goes, this is when you find out about the fingerprints, because Cammy goes, and so what we were expecting was my prints to come up, uh, Josh's prints, which wouldn't identify him, and a third set of prints that do not exist because Mr. Smith changes them every year. <laughs> and I was just like, all right. So they hack the public school records and they find his name, uh, his full name, Josh Abrams, and they hack his mom's email and they find out that the whole family is going to be at a birthday party for when, like, someone else in town that weekend. So they go to his house when they're away mm-hmm. to break in mm-hmm. and spy on him. Mm-hmm. This is all, like, if you put this in the context of a show like You or, like, Criminal Minds. This is horrible. Awful. But it's like totally spies, quirky. Haha, <laughs> he'll be my soulmate. He's my soulmate. Or We're another just spy. Waiters, but like not on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out the party's only like a few houses down, and Josh shows up while Liz and Bex are like inside searching the place. So Cammy has to kind of like jump out and be like, "Oh hey, funny seeing you. Are you going to to whatever whatever the guy's party is?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, like you know you know him." He's like, "Oh," she's like, "Oh yeah, blah, blah blah family friends, all that." So she's like making conversation, just lying to Josh while her friends like are sneaking out of his house. It feels like a dangerous lie to be telling. Yeah, I was like. Josh could easily show up to that party and be like, because she even references, she's like, oh, it was like so and so surprise, like act. And so I was like, it's so easy for him to go there and be like, oh, I ran into Cammy and this guy. And she's be like, using her real name. 
She panicked and gave her real first She's name. She's a spy in training and she panicked and gave her real name. But she gave her last name as Solomon. <laughs> she needs to go to reform school or get kicked out or something. Because that feels like 101. Give a fake name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the coast is clear and everything. Uh, and Josh... <laughs> Is like like oh like are you coming back to the party and and you know Camille's excuse for what she has to leave and as she's leaving she like some guy wa- like ran up to Josh and was like talking to him and she hears the guy ask Josh like oh like who is that and he's like oh just some girl so she's she's upset because she's like he thinks I'm just some girl he, this is the second time he's met you in his life for like you are seconds. just some girl uh huh you don't know him and so. Cammy's like, you know what? We we should just stop. Like, he's clearly like, we've established that he's just a normal guy, not a spy. And you know, clearly, like, guys, it's not like a soulmate thing. Like, let's yeah. just stop. Uh, but Liz and Bex, they're they're set on helping their friend out. So the next the next day at Drivers. Oh, sorry. We don't get to driver's ed yet. Because before driver's ed, they have another co-ops class where they learn garbology. Are you familiar with the with garbology? No. Would you like to guess the definition of garbology? That can't possibly be the study of garbage. <laughs> it's studying someone's garbage to figure oh, out things about them. No. Solomon just like dumps trash onto the desk and she's like, study this garbage and tell me everything you can determine about this person. <laughs> Which is also feels very on brand for like a, a Gojo teaching method. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I'm really caught up in this anatomy thing. (laughs) And so it's, like, his garbage. Yes. (laughs) Oh. Yep. (laughs) Everyone go read slash watch Jujutsu Kaisen. You'll love and hate us for recommending it. It's fun, but then it's It's fun until it's not. (laughs) It's really fun, and then it's really not. It's really, it's fun until it's not. And then it's then it's painful. Oh yeah, it's really good. So now we get to driver's ed. Mm-hmm. Bex and Liz managed to like, get the schedule changed, and they sabotaged the car for the tire to blow up so that they. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to react to that. It's just like they literally explode the tire. It's just so dramatic. So that the car breaks down right outside of Josh's house. But don't worry, they planned it. So this happened when he was away from home. And they steal his garbage. And Cammie's just like, guys, I told you not. I told you to drop in. They're like, never. <laughs> We're invested now. <laughs> They're literally stalking this boy. Why? Megami is Cammy. <laughs> He's like, please. Please stop. Please don't do this. <laughs> I've already moved on. Itadori's already like hugging the trash. <laughs> so they go through the trash and it's a lot of pot- pottery barn magazines and empty Ben and Jerry's car- like cartons. Mm-hmm. Um, they also find out that he writes these cute notes to his mom that's like being like, oh, like 
don't worry, my friend's giving me a ride after school. Love, Josh. And she's like, wow, he's not afraid to express his love for his mom on a note. Like, what a what a guy. And he helps his sister with her homework. The bar really is on the floor. And the bar is on the floor. <laughs> When you go to an all-girls school and you're not allowed to really, like, associate with others, <laughs> the bar is on the floor. The bar is on the floor. Uh, but there's also a note from a girl named Dee Dee who's like, oh, the carnival is fun. You know, I hope we can see each other again soon. Um, and then d- she's like, see, there's this other girl. He's not into me. But then Liz and Bex notice that there's a lot of, like, church and religious organization pamphlets in the trash and they were like wait didn't you tell him that you're homeschooled for religious reasons and she's like yeah and they're like clearly he's looking for you no that's the, that's why there are church and religious pamphlets in the trash he was trying to figure out like where he could find her around town also creepy also creepy <laughs> and then Macy walks in and it's just like alright what's going on here and can't, like she fi- like she pieces together that like they're talking about a boy um and Cammy's like wait Macy has had like a normal upbringing so she probably knows things about boys and what they think about and like dating um so they get she gives her some of the information and Macy gives her like reasonable advice um she's like yeah like you know he just called me some just like just some girl and she was like well he barely knows you doesn't mean he's not interested but also like he clearly is like trying to like not talk you up in case one of the other like this other guy tries to swoop in your point like he's moved wants to make the first move so she's like there's a chance he's just kind of downplaying it because he's like worried that <laughs> yeah. the other guys they're are reading be- way too far into the she's just some mm-hmm. girl statement and so macy's just like from what you've explained like you have a fair chance with him it's not guaranteed like you barely know him but like it's not like you don't have any shot with him mm-hmm. he's clearly to some extent interested uh, and Macy suddenly goes from being a bitch to, like, a normal teen girl. So, like, t- her attitude just shifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Macy makes a deal. She, one, won't tell anyone about this, like, secret mission they're doing. And she'll help them with, like, the normal teen perspective if Cammy helps and, like, Liz help, and Bex help her study so she can, like, quickly move up. From, like, mm. those, like, l- lower classes. Mm-hmm. So she's like, look, you just help me out. I'll help you out. And they cut to a Cove Ops class where Solomon's talking about the importance of alliances when you're a spy. And and Cammy goes, if the capitalists and the communists can work together to take down, like, the Nazis or something. Like, it was, like, some weird analogy. Mm-hmm. She's like, then I can make a deal with Macy. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love how dramatic teen girls are in yeah. novels. And again, someone mentions that Josh might be her soulmate. No. Yep. So two weeks pass and they're doing more kind of like surveillance and like figuring out what their next move should be. Um, and in Cove Ops, they learn that deep undercover means that you shouldn't approach your target, but you should make your target approach you. And they actually have some nice bonding moments with Macy. Like, despite being a bitch who was insulting everyone, she's a nice girl. And they've been reading Josh's email the whole time. They've hacked in his mom's email, his email, I think maybe even his friend's email. (laughs) 
Well, okay, so here's the thing. I don't understand how this relationship is supposed to, like, happen. Um, they don't think, period. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense for girls spy. who are in spy school. Yeah. They don't act like spies other than, like, oh, they get to hack into his email. Like, okay, their their behavior is not... None of them have thought what's going to happen if this relationship progresses. No. Yeah. Um, so they find out from his email that so he's going to be at this, like, local video game store, arcade-type place after school. So she sneaks out of the school, and she's so nervous talking to him that he's like, hey, I haven't seen you, like, since, you know, the carnival. Like, where you been? And she goes, I was in Mongolia. This girl is supposed to be a spy, and she panics this much talking to she's a stranger. Just cute boys, which, to be fair... Who doesn't get nervous talking to a cute person? Yeah, but I'm not a spy. Exactly. If you're a spy, you should be not nervous talking to anybody. That's like the whole thing. Is yeah. To act but I guess she's also 15. So she's got a few years before she needs to be like really tip top shape. Like they're just starting field work now. I don't know. I'm, her no. mom is the headmaster. Her mom is was an amazing spy in the field. Her dad was an amazing spy in the field. She comes from a CIA legacy family. There's no way that she wasn't being trained from birth. Well, that's why she's such a great pavement artist is because she started tailing her dad when she was like four. (laughs) Yeah. So like how she's really... How she can't talk to a cute boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they keep talking and she just keeps coming up with lies. Like she lies. She's like, oh my... Dad's an engineer. I forget what she says her mom does, but she's like, we were in Mongolia for like this kind of Peace Corps volunteer type thing. Does not make sense that a teenager was, you don't just do like a one week with the Peace Corps. Yeah, like to Mongolia. And he's just like, wow, that's so cool. And he's like, oh, like, can I have your phone number? And she's like, no, sorry, we have really strict rules in the house, so you can't call me. And he's like, what about your email? She's like, no. She's like, um, but I'm going to be back in this store tomorrow because like this is where I wait for my mom when she's like finishing up like a class nearby. Uh-huh. So they meet up again the next day. Uh, and he surprises her by like sneaking up behind her and putting his like hands around her eyes. So she like does a classic like spy move, like yeah. throws him on the ground. She thinks she's killed him, but he's okay. He's just like, if you don't tell my friends, I looked so uncool. <laughs> she's like, wow, I'm gonna meet his friends. I yeah, and they finally have a bonding moment over something legitimate. Uh-huh. Um, which is that they both like waffles more than pancakes, and it's a texture thing. That's legitimate. That's, That's the their first bonding. moment. That's the first moment where they have like, where she says something true that they bond over. Otherwise, it's just been her lying yeah, about I her mean, life. Yeah, I mean, this whole like attraction or whatever has had no substance to it. It has not. Um, but she keeps lying about her life, and he's like, oh, like, when's your birthday? And she's like, oh, November 19th, like, just makes up a day, lies about her dad and the mom, and because he talks about how, complains about his mom, uh, and how much she, like, bakes and cooks and stuff, and, like, I'm like, oh, no, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. Your mom just, like, she's like, yeah, like, we have all these, like, you know, ridiculous amounts of food, and Cammy's like, oh, because he's like, oh, your your parents sound so much cooler, like, it's not, that's not the, the drama in your house, and Cammy's like, no, same with my mom, like, she's just like that, like, she bakes pies, too, all the time, and all this and that, and it, she's just lying so much. She's like, I'm a spy, I was taught to lie, but she's not doing it well. She's lying poorly. Yeah, and lying about, like, like, she doesn't lie about her name. She lies about little details about her life that don't matter. That don't matter. 
Yep. And so she suggests that the way they can communicate is by hiding written messages under a rock at, like, this location. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, you're not a normal girl, are you? <laughs> He's just determining that after uh-huh. she was rummaging through the garbage. Yep. Anyway, they have career day at Gallagher Academy in Cammy. Oh, what? <laughs> Which is just like CIA, MI6, Interpol, like tri- like different groups trying to re- oh. tell- <laughs> recruit where you're going to be a spy for. Okay. So she has this weird run-in with an Interpol agent who like steps out from like the shadows when she's like in the hallway and is like, Cameron Morgan, I presume. And he's like, oh, I knew your dad. You know, we'd love to have you at Interpol, even though you come from like... Uh, generations of cia family mm-hmm. and then is talking to her about her classes and he has this weird specific thing he says about like oh solomon must be finding plenty to teach you oh. <laughs> and then like, gives her a business card and leaves and she throws the business card away <laughs> and she so the, she and josh have been passing the notes and he was just like this is pretty weird. Can we meet up in person like like normal people? <laughs> um, and so she meets up with him and they're having a little cute flirting and he jokes like, oh yeah, like my mom found out where I was going and she's so excited that I'm on a date and she was really this close to make me buy you a wrist corsage, specifically a wrist corsage. For a regular ass date? Yes, but specifically, they, they say wrist corsage, and I just had flashbacks <laughs> to our corsage yeah. discovery. So this author knew that Allie Carter knows that uh, it, uh, a corsage can go either way, but mm-hmm. specifically, Josh's mom was going to make him buy a wrist corsage for this normal date. This normal date, At least yeah. that's what he says. Who knows? He's a teen boy. <laughs> Uh, and they were also going to see a movie, but they missed the start time. So he suggests they go to, like, the local burger place. And she's like, oh, that would be great. And that's, like, one of the few truths she says to him ever. He's like, yeah, I'd love to go get burgers. <laughs> um, but while they're there, a bunch of t- other teens show up. And it, one of them is Dee Dee, the girl who wrote that note. And the other one is Dylan, the friend that he's always emailing, that they're reading emails between <laughs> that <laughs> Josh doesn't know about. And Dylan is just a very obnoxious team like dude he's, he's awful and Dee Dee clearly likes Josh and feels threatened by Cammy. Mm-hmm. and Dylan is like oh we're gonna go prank those snobby girls at the Gallagher Academy like fuck them you just quickly realize that all the townies uh, hate, like at least the kids hate the Gallagher Academy because they think it's a bunch of like snobby rich girls mm-hmm. even though they've never met any of yeah, them I'm gonna say, that makes no sense because they yeah, I don't know. I guess they don't interact with society. Yeah, it's so weird, but they they just hate them and they're like, "Let's go like TV or school." And, and they're they're like, "Oh, you're not one of those girls, are you?" And she's like, "No, I'm homeschooled." And Dylan's like, "Oh, sure." Anyway, so Josh can tell Cammy is not enjoying these other teens, so yeah. they leave. And Josh's like, "Dylan's really not that bad. Like, he's just like that sometimes." Anyway, they're holding hands, though, <laughs> and he kisses Sc- her. Scandal! Kiss, kiss, fall in love. Yeah, so then we, there's others, I, I assume something else happens, but they're, <laughs> <laughs> now I, there's a, another date that Josh has set up for them, and he's like, oh, it's like, you know, I have special plans, like, I hope you can make it tonight. 
and Cammy's mom wants to hang out just the two of them. She's like, oh, you know, I don't want you to be alone tonight. Like, let's do something the two of us. And Cammy has to, like, lie to her mom because she can't tell her mom that she's going out on a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets, So she's like, oh, no, like, I need to study or something. And her mom's kind of a little, a little sad that her daughter doesn't want to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. And they, they barely, she's so busy that they never get to see each other. Yeah, and they like, her dad, like, just died, right? And not too long ago. Yeah. They make it very clear. So she feels kind of bad, but she still sneaks out to go see Josh. And Josh shows up with a wrist corsage because oh, it's the God. fall harvest dance. And his mom, and she's like, did you want to buy this for like an inside joke reason? Or did your mom make you? And he's like, eh, kind of both. <laughs> and so they're having fun at the dance. Kim gets to meet Josh's parents and he's mortified. He's like, he sees them approaching and he just goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Which classic. Uh, but they're like really nice. I mean, there is this issue where Josh's dad has his heart set on Josh inheriting the family business, which is running this the pharmacy in town that has been serving the town since like the 1930s. Mm-hmm. And Josh doesn't really want that. But mm-hmm. it's he, kind of he's like, oh, like because when Cammy was lying about her dad being an engineer and alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He was like, oh, like, does your dad, you know, pressure you into, you know, following his footsteps in a career? And, and Cammy's like, no, even though, like, she, she is. literally is. By, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, that must be nice. And she's like, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, she meets the parents. That's it goes well. They're nice people. And they're dancing, having a great time. And who walks into the fall dance? But Cammy's mom and Solomon. Oh. <sighs> Dun, 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 dun. And so this whole time, Bex, Liz, and Macy were kind of like, look out for her. And so they're like, you got to abort. We got to get back. Like, and she's like, yes, I know. I see them right here. So she comes up with an excuse saying, like, I feel sick. I'm going to go home. And so Josh, like, walks her out of the dance. And he's like, oh, this is for you. It's a, a little gift with some cute little earrings in it. And he's like, oh, I bet you thought I forgot. It's November 19th. It's your birthday. And she just feels so guilty. And she's like, oh. Yikes. She's like, well, if things work out between the two of us and, you know, he forgets our anniversary one year, at least he'll be able to say, well, you remember that time you lied about your birthday? And I was like, oh, you're, you're, are you're you? in deep. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> yep. So she sneaks back into the school, and somehow her mom beat her back to the school because she walks by her mom's office, and she hears her mom crying, and she realizes the reason she so quickly came up with November 19th as her fake birthday that she forgot she gave as her fake birthday it's because it was her dad's birthday. And that so that's why the mom was, like, expecting Yikes. them to do something together. Oh. And the mom wanted to, like, you know, I'm assuming this is the first birthday since his passing. Yeah. And Cammie totally forgot that, that was her dad's birthday. And so she feels so bad. Yeah, that's bad. Yep. And the next day... Cammie gets, like, she's walking past her mom's office. Like, I think she was going to go talk to her or something. And the teachers are all in there. And the teachers decide it's a good thing to tell Cammie that they just found out Bex's dad, who's MI6, is missing and potentially dead. Bex doesn't know. They tell Cammie, though. Why? Because she's practically faculty, I guess. And so, of course, Cammie tells Macy because Macy sees Cammie crying. And Cammie and Macy are like, we cannot tell Bex. And I'm like, no, it's not your place to tell her. You should, Macy shouldn't know. Cammy, frankly, shouldn't know. Anyway, then we go to co-ops class. <laughs> Solomon gives them forms, and this is a form where you're deciding which 
um, track you're going to do in the next semester. So this uh-huh. is like this piece of paper is what's deciding whether Cammy wants to do field work or if she wants to not put her life in yeah, danger. Hero or sidekick. Hero or sidekick. Yes. There's no villain option, unfortunately. Uh, imagine a villain school. No, never mind. Don't do that. No. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> as soon as I said, I was like, no. No. So the Gallagher girls get to go into town for some shopping. And Cammie's like, oh, God. So uh, she manages to like break away from the girls to go to the pharmacy to see if Josh is there. He's not. Um, but it's like... A real pharmacy, but it's also still, like, an old, like, soda fountain pharmacy. There's still, like, an ice cream section to this pharmacy. So she's getting ice cream there while she waits for Josh. (laughs) Okay. And Anna, one of the other Gallagher girls, comes in to fill a prescription for her inhaler. And then Dylan and some others walk in and start bullying Anna because the, like, uh, pharmacist assistant person's like in the back getting the inhaler stuff mm-hmm. and they don't see Cammy there because she's a chameleon mm-hmm. and so they realize that they see Anna's uniform or like I don't or they, they can tell that she's a Gallagher girl so they start ganging up on her like literally like about to like attack this poor girl and even though she's trained to be a spy like she can't blow the secret yeah um <laughs> but luckily Macy and Bex come in and they put these teens, especially Dylan, in their, like, their place. Like, Macy and Bex is a very powerful duo. <laughs> I would want them on my side in a fight. Yeah. And, of course, there's, like, um some political magazine type thing or, like, oh, newspaper. So Macy is. So Macy's face is on it, and she's just like, thank you for your vote. <laughs> And they managed to, like, get the situation under control and protect Anna. And Liz is outside, and from her angle, she sees Cammie in the situation. So she knows that Cammie was there and, like, not intervening. So when they get back to school, Liz confronts her and is like, you're more concerned about this guy you barely know than, like, protecting these girls who are basically your sisters like mm-hmm. we've known each other since we were little kids like that mm-hmm. wasn't cool you should have stepped in earlier you didn't know macy and Bex were gonna come um and so cammy's like you know you're right blah, blah blah um and they make up and Bex gets a phone call from her dad who's fine oh thank god so cammy's like great i don't have to tell her this whole time i thought he was dead <laughs> Why was that even a plot point? I don't know. <laughs> that was so random. Just, it, had, it served no purpose to the story. No, it didn't. And they intercept emails from Dylan, who's like, Josh, like, I definitely saw Cammy with those Gallagher girls. Like, she's been lying to you. And they're like, Dylan's trying to convince him that they should, like, sneak to the school and, like, find proof that that she's a Gallagher girl. So Cammy decides that she has three options. She can either played off as a misdirection like oh no like you must have seen someone else like that wasn't me she can go for like a sympathy sob story where she kind of is like yes i do go to that school but and like come up with like some tragic thing that like she'll be crying and he'll just feel bad and forgive her or she can eliminate dylan (laughs) she should eliminate dylan (laughs) she should but she decides to tell josh the truth so she that form she has to fill out. She find she, for week like the weeks she's had it. She hasn't been able to fill it out. Like she's been struggling to decide what to do. But she finally does, and she drops it off to at Solomon's office. But we don't we don't get to know what she checked. I wonder what she picked. Oh, 
And so she gets to town and she runs into Josh and Dylan and she comes clean that she's a Gallagher girl. So Dylan's like bullying her and Josh is like, Dylan, you need to fucking leave. But Josh is disgusted. He's like, you're one of them. Ooh. And he's like, why did you lie? And like, why did you do this? Like, were you were you just bored? And she's like, yeah, I'm just bored. And I want to see if I can get away with it. And so she that's another lie. And it's breaking her heart. But she's like, I can't. This isn't going to work between us because I'm a spy in training. And he she gives him back the earrings. And he's like, no, you can keep them. She's like, no, I'm sure Dee Dee would want them. Don't give a girl earrings someone else is wearing. <laughs> Well, did she ever wear them? I don't know, but she had them on her. Like, I don't, I don't, and I don't know. She really liked them, so I assume she wore them. Unless she didn't want to, because her mom would wonder where she got I mean, them. It's from. not really that unsanitary if you just clean them. I don't, I don't know. I don't have my ears pierced. I don't like the idea of there being something stabbed through <laughs> my body. I've had my ears pierced before. Anyway, <laughs> so she's uh, she's very upset. And she's like walking away. When all of a sudden a van pulls up and she gets thrown inside a van oh. and like t- like tied, she's fighting like she's like throwing hands at her assailants and she realizes that it's Mr. M, the un- untrained math teacher Solomon and her mom, <laughs> and that this is a test for class. Oh and the so sh- there's she is like the kidnapped operative and there's also a, a disc with valuable information that the Gallagher girls have to retrieve and rescue her. Mm-hmm. So they like uh, they they take her to like some random like warehouse type thing and Solomon and her mom leave uh, Mr. M <laughs> guarding her mm-hmm. which was their biggest mistake for two highly trained spies. They leave an untrained yeah. math teacher granted she's all tied up so they're like literally you just have to like sit here yeah but she tricks him yeah. and like so now he's all tied up and he just goes hey but did I do pretty good for my first time in the field and she's like Mr. M yeah and he's like so happy <laughs> like he's my favorite character oh uh, he's great he's great I love Mr. M um so she also finds out that sometime in the past couple weeks, Liz stole, like, took her necklace to, like, fix the chain or something and, like, snuck in a, like, some kind of comms device into it without telling her. So oh. she, like, some, she has a comm device suddenly in her necklace. So she's, like, gets in touch with the other Gallagher girls. They all, like, she gets out of this booby-trapped building and, like, they all are up on the roof. Uh, but Josh shows up because he saw what happens and he's, like... I don't. I called the police. Like, what are you doing? And and and, and Cammy's like, okay, stop. I'm fine. I'm okay. Don't fall. Like, she's trying to explain without saying she's a spy. She's like, these are my my, my friends. And she's like, just don't don't follow me. Like, just leave me alone. And he's just like, what? And so she's like, admits all of her lies except for the spy thing. She's like, my dad's dead. My mom isn't this. My mom doesn't. So except for I I go to a spy school. She just. Except for I like waffles better than me. Yeah. She's like, I don't even have a cat. And then she zip lines off the roof, (laughs) leaving him behind. That was like a poor move on her mom and Mr. Solomon, though, to kidnap her in a public location, like where someone else could be and see her. 
Yeah, it seems like a poor decision, which it is. Anyway, so she and the other Gallagher girls, they all come up with like some bomb ass plan, but they see that Solomon's the one guarding the disc. Um, and so it seems like their plan didn't work. And he like starts giving their like, you failed lecture. And then Cammie's just like, hmm, we conned you, turn around. And Anna, who's like the tiniest of all the girls, had managed to like finagle her way to where the disc was like behind Solomon and she's sprinting down the hallway with the disc like bye bitch (laughs) and he's just like "All right, I'll give it to you that was impressive but then what happens Josh comes barreling in on a forklift (laughs) he comes breaking through the wall on a forklift to rescue Cammie this guy is crazy so they're all like not, he like knocks a few people over and, jo- and Josh is like Cammy, what the fuck is going on and Cammy's just like Josh I'd like you to meet my mother <laughs> and so they all go back to the school including Josh mm-hmm. Cammy cannot sleep a wink because Josh has been in her mom's office yeah. the entire night yeah so that morning like she gets called down to the office and Josh is leaving and he's like they told me everything I'll wait for when you're done talking to your mom. So Cammie, her mom and Solomon talk, and she finds out that they knew this entire time what she was doing because they're wow. they're good spies. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. there's this girl seeking out of school legitimately. And because the mom's just like, Josh is nice and I like his parents. Uh, and she's like, what do you mean? And Cammie's like, you came to the dance on purpose. She's like, you can't hide from me. And like, you know, Mr. Solomon, like, we knew what you were up to. She's like, so yeah, I went to the dance and I met his parents. <laughs> and I, we just, and they're like, we're really impressed though. You like a lot, you did a lot of stuff very sneakily. And this was like the best uh, co-ops lesson you could get. <laughs> she really, up until this point, was just like her mom randomly decided to show up at this dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so they, they commend her on being a great spy for being at, like, the beginning stages of field work. Uh-huh. Uh, and Solomon says that the reason, you know, he's been a bit harder on her, which he really hasn't, but Cammie and him think seem to think he has, uh, he says that he doesn't want to lose another Morgan. And it's clearly that, like, he was close to the dad, but it also kind of has the implications, like, he might have been involved in the mission with the dad. They don't go into mm, details. I think he killed him. <laughs> an option and then Cammie and her mom have this really touching moment about you know her dad and the mom's talking about how she and the dad worried about whether they should even enroll her in the academy mm-hmm. like if, if they didn't want her to feel forced to forced to take the job like mm-hmm. take the job of a spy and stuff like that but she's like no this is what I want to do I love it here and they have a really nice moment and until she goes to the hallway to talk to Josh mm-hmm. and Josh is like okay now I can understand why you lied about where you went to school but you didn't have to lie about anything else that you lied about yeah. nothing except for the waffles nothing you told me was true for what reason and like he doesn't even know about the spying on him stuff yeah yeah so he's clearly like he's like this is absolutely insane like and she's just like yeah uh you know i'm sorry she doesn't have she doesn't have a good reason she's just like this is complicated life i live yeah. But he does give her the earrings back, and as he's leaving, 
she says that like she's going to be gone for winter break, but she'll be back. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll see you around. And has like a little bit of a smile like mm-hmm. her way when he leaves. And then Cammy, you know, she she's knows that she really is, isn't sure what the future holds with Josh, with her life. But all she knows is that she'll have her Gallagher girls around. And that's what matters. End wow. of book. Wow. This is not a good book. I wish the plot had been discovering that Mr. Solomon killed her dad. Mm-hmm. That would have been a really good plot. The plot of the second one, I think, is better because it's like a boys' school of spies shows up. Oh, so it's like boys versus girls. <laughs> well, it's like they, I forget why, but they they start a tent, like, they're like temporarily like at the school as well. Oh. Yeah. But this one is just like... Ugh. He's not your soulmate. No, I was... The whole thing didn't make any sense. Nothing made... This plot doesn't make sense. No one was a good spy. (sighs) No. Nothing makes sense. No. It would have been so much better if it was Jujutsu Kaisen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would read this AU if it was (laughs) Jujutsu Kaisen. (laughs) Formation B. Formation B! (laughs) Yeah, so that's... um, I tell you I love you, but then I have to kill you. Well, yeah, that yeah, was something. That um, was something. Main takeaways. Why was this a book? Who can say? When was this published? Mm. Please hold. Do, 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 do. 2006. Mm. Oh, there's six books. Book two is Cross My Heart in Hope to Spy. Book three, Don't Judge a Girl by Her Cover. Oh, that's actually a pretty good wink, one. Wink. <laughs> that's my favorite title so far. Only the Good Spy Young. No, that's bad. Out of sight, out of time. No, the worst one. And the last one is United We Spy. No, that one's not the worst one. <laughs> Don't Judge a Girl by Her Cover is the best. That's the best one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, 2006. Wow. Yeah, I mean... I really have nothing to say. I would like to say I, I like read this... A lot. I read this book in about the span of two days. It's such a quick <laughs> read because, like, nothing happens. Yeah, like, there's really... Nothing happened. It's, like, so pointless. It's, like, they try, like, kids. The whole thing could have happened. They act- it's, like, pretty much just, like, other than the technology aspect, someone without spy training could have done this much spy stuff that th- these girls were doing. It's just called having an Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I feel like if this was a TV show, it would have been a single episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not that good. No. No. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we've uncovered more truths about Nick Cage and possibly Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Wait, but who else were we talking about? How did we get to Nick Cage? <laughs> I don't like in the first place? Yeah. Um, if we die, it was because of someone. Yeah, but who was that? I don't remember. Who's working with Nick Cage? I don't remember. Oh my god. Oh, ah. no. I could I mean I could I could look back on the recording and find out. No, that ruins it. Oh <laughs> man. Everyone else who's listening to this podcast in real time is like that was like half an hour Listen, ago. It is 8 p.m. on Friday night. I did not sleep last night. <laughs> Um, well. Who is working with Keanu? Not Keanu. <laughs> Keanu! <laughs> Nick. Uh, well, it's a mystery for us to find out later. Yes. Um, 
live, laugh, love, I guess. Yeah, don't forget to follow us. Oh, right. We got to plug some shit. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Why a book podcast. And don't forget to email us. Why a book podcast at gmail.com. And then next week, we'll have some regular high school shenanigans. That's lame. <laughs> it's more wild than it's I thought. A, yeah, I, we'll get to it next week. You'll find out. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.